minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. This is The Daily Happy. Today is Thursday, May 5th, 2022. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. Yes, and you can be there for us and for Buzzsprout. So they're like, they, you know, anyway, they do a podcast platform thing. So if you want to start a podcast... <laughs> We recommend you go with Buzzsprout. We've been with them forever and they would love it if you would go to 10kdollardate.com slash Buzzsprout to tell them that we told you about them. That's how advertising works. Amazing. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. So I read this story actually while I was on the plane last week from Vegas and it was crazy because it was about a flight to Vegas and this is not scary in any way. I promise. This is a great flying story. So there was this Oklahoma couple that they were traveling from Oklahoma City to Vegas to elope. And they even went as far as they didn't, they literally packed like just a carry on and they wore their wedding attire. So she was dressed in her wedding dress and he had a full suit on. They're so freaking cute. So they get to the Southwest Airlines counter and actually find out that their their, uh, flight had been canceled. Oh boy. So I know. So they were like, okay, okay. So then they had already made their appointment in Vegas. The wedding chapel appointment was for that night at 9 p.m. It was that morning. Their flight had been canceled. So instead, they started talking to people around them because, of course, they're drawing attention, right? She's in a full wedding. Right, dress, yeah, you're conspicuous. Yeah. Yeah. So they cancel the flight. And this passenger, whose name was Chris, he overheard them talking. He walks up to them and he's like, you guys, I am actually an ordained minister. And I would be willing to personally preside over your wedding because I'm on my way to Vegas too. So that way, if they give away your slot, I can still marry you in Vegas when we get there. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, the three of them became fast friends. They were like hanging out. And finally, they the whole Southwest like airline got together to try to get the three of these people to Vegas. So they finally booked the last three remaining seats on a flight to Vegas on on another Southwest flight. They took a ride-sharing car to get from the one airport they were at. They had to go to like one airport to another Dallas airport to leave because it was a different airport even. Yeah. Well, while they're getting on board, the pilot was in the, you know, standing area greeting people. He saw this girl's wedding gown. He was like, oh, what's going on here? She tells them the entire story. And he, and uh, he joked and said, well, wouldn't that be fun to get married on the plane over Vegas? And she goes, yeah, that would be fun. He goes, let's do it. Okay. The crew decorated the entire cabin of the plane with toilet paper. Wait, oh, so come they had to- on. They had toilet paper streamers. They There's pictures of this, guys. We will post this in our links. And they made a sash for the minister, the guy who was the minister, out of snack mix cases. Oh, my gosh. And then a flight attendant named Julie stood in as her maid of honor. And there happened to be a professional photographer on the plane who took out his camera and started documenting the entire thing. And then another passenger took out an old notebook and took out all of her own like papers and passed the notebook around to the entire cabin. And they all signed well wishes with their seat numbers to give to them as a makeshift guest book. That is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. 
I know. And they got married on the plane. Like they have them standing, the guy standing there, the um, they're holding up the little walkie-talkie thing so they can hear all the way in the back. I mean, she walked down the aisle, like of the plane. She started at the bathrooms and <laughs> walked down oh, the aisle. Oh my gosh. How freaking cute I is that? I think that is so sweet. I know. Oh, so amazing. I and love that all those you people guys, like, there. came together to give them a good day. Well, and I was so happy to hear it after, you know, there's been some nasty plane stories. We've talked about them on this podcast. People have been so gross lately sometimes with their opinions. And like, uh, this was just such a lovely story. And these two are good looking. Like the, her husband, he is very good looking. He looks like Guy Penrod. He's got like the the like who, gray who's salty that? hair. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Who's that? <laughs> you don't know. Of course you wouldn't. I don't know why I said that like it would. Like, Five minutes I remaining. said that like the entire world would know Guy Penrod is. Wait, who is that? <laughs> he was a gospel singer in the Gaither vocal band. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's going to know who Guy Penrod is. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. Oh, what a reference, Allie. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Oh, gosh. So dumb. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of, he's actually much, he's he's old too. So speaking of old people, um, so uh, just a few days ago on May 1st, uh, the world's oldest living person was found. She's in France. She is 118. Oh. Right? Yeah. Also, not only the world's oldest living person, she's the world's oldest living nun. That's something. Isn't that something? Okay, so I think the 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 previous oldest living person passed away like in the last 2 weeks, right? Correct. I believe it was she was 119. Can you imagine uh, being the second oldest living person for your entire like back end of your life. I know. Crazy. Oh man. Born in 1904. Wow. Like that's crazy. I mean, how different is the world? Oh, I can't even imagine. She became a nun in 1944. When were cars? Like, what, you know, oh. like, what? hold on. First car. First Henry Ford car? I think there were definitely cars because car? there was a, there was the, like, World War One was like 19. Okay. So the first automobile uh, yeah. came out in 1885. 1885, 1886. Oh. Okay. Okay. So that's still only 20 years before she was born. Like, that's when it was invented. She yeah, probably so didn't like, ride in one until, you know, like that for, for that to get I to like normal people had to be really long. Oh, that's insane to me. Isn't it to crazy? Think, yes. Yeah, it it's crazy. But I do want to say one thing that I loved about reading this article is that she says she enjoys chocolates every single day in addition to a glass of wine every day i was like yes she's got her chocolate she's got her wine she's got her man she's happy that's how you get to 118 i know now here's the thing i guess there have been this is from the guinness book 
and uh, she's actually the world's fourth oldest person to be verified by the Guinness World Records. She would have to surpass age 122 years and 164 days to take over the current record holder for the world's oldest person in history, which was Jean Calment, who lived from 1875 to 1997. Also from France. Wine. Wine. It's wine. Wine and fats and organic things and non-GMOs and, uh, and... And happiness. And happiness. All I want to do is get back to living in France. You know what I mean? Like, it's a different world. Bread. Man. Bread and That's pastries. Right? Bread and pastries and coffee and wine. And naps. Like they enjoy their life. They they slow down. They eat food. They go to theater. They go to jazz clubs. Like when the um when the before the Euro, when it was Franks. Yeah. They the people on their money were all poets and writers and uh and artists. Like we have Washington and Franklin. Politicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They they had artists. Because that's that's the that's where you thrive. Preach it. That's where the world thrives. I know, honey. That's where your spirit thrives, obviously. <laughs> 30 seconds remaining. We have multiple people living into their hundreds yeah. in France. I don't see anybody from the United States no. of awful living <laughs> that long. Do you remember? I don't know. I think I've said this before, but my favorite advice I've ever heard from a person like up, up, up in years and we met them, I think, backstage at Disenchanted. Nine, and I said, eight, how how did you, seven, you know, what's your secret of six, life? And she said, five, handrails. Four, three, two, one. 